Hello out there, Bibliophiles, and welcome back to another episode of Drew Archives in 10. I'm Andrew Salvati, adjunct professor of media and communications here at Drew University, and I am not in the archives conference room. Today we are in the brand new creator space uh, in Drew University Library, so we're excited to be here, and I am here with Candace Riley, manager of special collections. Candace, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Andrew, and I'm really excited to be in this space. It's so impressive, We, we right? were just commenting how I feel like we're like in a real recording studio now. It's not just in the conference room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the materials now have traveled. So it's I've kind of yes. gone against what I normally do. We don't usually leave the building. But I think for sound quality, we're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's a rare thing, but it's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's great. And it's good to be in this space. And we have a lot of nice uh, sound paneling of different colors. So, um, yeah, what do you have for us today? What did you what did you bring all the way across the street? Yeah, so um, to celebrate kind of us being a new media space, I thought we'll focus a little bit on media today. Excellent. So um, I was kind of going on our pop culture area within our collections today and came across this movie radio guide from 1942. Okay. And I was wondering, we'd have kind of maybe a fun conversation about how your media students would interpret this. Okay. But then also how researchers would. Mm -hmm. Because this is a really fascinating issue for a couple of reasons. One, 1942 falls right smack in the middle of World War II. Sure. So, we get a lot of focus here on even the front cover says, meet the real Joe Smith American aircraft worker. A lot of it's focused on the American worker, the ideal of kind of like what makes someone an American mm -hmm. and kind of dealing with the war effort at home. So a movie radio guide is basically what it sounds like. It is a guide for... What is on the movie and radio of the week? Yeah, if t if listeners uh, remember TV Guide, which I don't know these days, maybe you don't anymore because you have it right on your uh, cable service, but yeah. Yeah, but like the TV Guide would come in and you would like know what to watch and people would sometimes memorize what was in the TV yes. Guide if they were really, you know, that passionate about what's on the TV. But the movie Radio Guide was what came before. And um, it was really popular during the 40s, and I think um, it kind of tapered off in the late 40s. Um, but we're talking uh, mid-here 42, where it was at its height of popularity. So you get a mix of ads for new movies and what's going to be on the radio. But you also get kind of these really nice um, editor kind of like commentators with movie stars. So I read this one before coming over here today, and I thought it was really fascinating. So um, it was a letter to the editor by a movie star. Um, her name was Hedda Hopper. Mm -hmm. And she was talking in this issue about how it is so awful that people are not dressing for Hollywood anymore. Okay. During the war effort. <laughs> so right. she thinks it is a movie um, person's responsibility, an actor's responsibility, to then go to the Academy Awards and dress like the part. Okay. So to kind of keep up appearances even during the war. So, and this says this will then encourage the everyday male and female to dress properly. So it was, uh, huh. but it's kind of fun to see like that the movie and TV guide also then has this kind of conversation with actual movie stars and kind of their own personal point of view. Because where else, I, I suppose, would you read about this sort of thing, right? If you get a sort of inside perspective from a, uh, a celebrity. Mm -hmm. And you get then this kind of like two-page spread of, this is the real Joe Smith American aircraft plant defense worker. And you see some really fascinating figures here on the home budget of Joe Smith, um, which I feel like these numbers are very depressing in comparison <laughs> to today's figures. Obviously, there's no inflation considered. But um, rent for Joe Smith in 1942 was $32 a month. Oh, wow. <laughs> so 
I'm still sure even accounting for inflation, that would be pretty low. Pretty low. Pretty low. Yeah. I think the average total expenses for Joe Smith is $174 a month, which is wild. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a fascinating, I I think, piece of history. This kind of, it's a very large periodical. So if if people think of the TV guide, they can kind of like be on your coffee table, maybe like it's like an eight by four, Mm -hmm. not too big. This is pretty large. Yeah. This is um, larger than your standard magazine. I think it's about, I'd say 16 inches high and maybe about 12 inches wide. Yeah, it's about the size of like a Life magazine or a Look magazine, right? Mm-hmm. It sort of has that sort of pictorial focus as well. It does. And then you have these like nice spreads about what is on the radio, what is on classical uh, like stations right now, what's going to be on Broadway. So it's kind of talking about all this different type of media at the same time in one single kind of focus. Even Shirley Temple is mentioned. She has a new show coming out. On NBC Blue, CBS, and MBS. So I think this is a really fun kind of snapshot into what people were ingesting in the way of entertainment at that point in time. So interesting because this was February, March issue of 1942. So yeah, Pearl Harbor had just happened two or three months before, I don't know, by the time this hit the newsstands, maybe it was only a month later. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the U.S. had been producing for Lend-Lease for some time, so the whole defense industry, the concept of Americans working to build armaments, right, was something that people were familiar with already, but now we're really amping it up. We're getting ready to send uh, our own men and women into harm's way. And, you know, at the same time, I'm sure there was, you know, actually I don't know this, but uh, probably rationing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's maybe what I kind of get a sense that the uh, the focus, the, the feature on the, the American family kind of addressed. Um, but I also kind of get that from the Hedda Hopper piece as well, yes. right? A little bit of the normalcy of, you know, continuing to dress up even though there might have been, you know, restrictions on how much cloth you could use mm-hmm. or silk, right? That was a big one because it was needed in parachutes, uh, among other things. And I'm flipping through the, like the latter pages of the magazine and they can see it's very dense, small text, yeah. which is telling you every single day of the week and it breaks up the day by every quarter of an hour mm-hmm. to tell you then what is on the TV or radio. And a lot of it you can see is focused on like central wartime, updates about the war, right. updates from Europe. So their focus is not just kind of fun entertainment to kind of get your mind off the war. It's also really focused on what's actually happening. So they're constantly bombarded with these updates. Yeah, you almost think, I mean, the, the analogy that, that we have here sitting in, in 2022 is like the early days of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. When you were sort of adjusting yourself to this new social reality. Um, so we're adjusting to uh, quarantine restrictions. We're adjusting ourselves to all of these new things that were in our life. And yeah, Central Wartime was something that people were talking about then. Uh, And rationing, right? And going to work in the armaments industry. Yes, absolutely. On the back, like any good magazine, you see advertisements. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Which I think um, we know our students really have taken a liking to, to take a look at kind of the history of adverts. And it is fascinating to see kind of what these kind of show you what's important, what people are looking for at that time or what's being advertised to them. So um, we have be a nurse. So that makes perfect sense during the wartime effort a good career, especially for young women to go to take a look at. And then a lot of images here are focused on like cooking, being at home, maybe stretching the budget a little bit more. So 
it's interesting to see how the advertisements are completely changing with the times. Yeah, but still, brush away gray hair. I mean, that still could be... Still, it's important. Yeah, it's, it's still a thing. Or seal coat for longer nails. Ah. You can get lost in some <laughs> of these early periodicals of just the advertisements. I was, yeah, you sure can. I, I, when I pulled this one and also another one we're going to talk about in a later episode, I was just enjoying them because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild what people were advertising in the 40s. And I feel like it's... It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's kind of it's a different world back then. Eighty years, yeah. Eighty, yeah. I, th I encourage people to take a look, and you know, when you come to the archives, it's not just about our books too. It's about these periodicals and how they can really tell a story. Yeah, such a great collection that we have here, and I know we've featured uh, pop culture collections on episodes of Drew Archives in Ten in the past. But yeah, history isn't only you know dusty books about old dead white men, right? Mm -hmm. It's also about popular culture. Yeah, and I feel like it's a growing interest, especially now with our students. So yeah. I'm excited to keep talking about these. Cool. Well, hopefully some uh, students uh, will come down and check some of these out. Movie Radio Guide for um, February 28th through March 6th, 1942. Yep, you can learn all about Joe Smith the American. Well, thanks so much for sharing this with us, Candace. Sure. That's our show. To take a look at some of the materials we've discussed on this and other episodes of Drew Archives in 10, head on over to the Special Collections and University Archives website at drew.edu forward slash library forward slash S-C-U-A. You can also check out images of some of the materials at the Drew University Participatory Archives at dupaarchive.org. That's D-U-P-A-R-C-H-I-V-E dot org. There's a lot of great stuff there, and the collection is growing every week, so I hope you check it out. That's it for now. And remember, you can now find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So if you like the show, give us a follow. If you love us, share us with a friend, or consider leaving us a rating and review. We'd love to know what you think. So for myself, Dr. Andrew Salvati, and for Candice Riley, Manager of Special Collections, we'll see you next time on Drew Archives in 10.